You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Hello, Riverdale gang. Hello! It's been so long. It has. Even it's been long even since our hiatus episode. Yeah. That's, um, so three weeks with one little unanchored floating gambit of critique and criteria and uh, opinions mm-hmm. um, in the middle of the long I couldn't desert. remember if, if Bughead was still a thing. That's <laughs> like, I how forgot. long it's been. <laughs> but we're back, and so is Riverdale. And uh, we brought a friend today, yeah. uh, another friend. Uh, our guest on the March, the month of March, the month of March, is Andrew Lynch, who... Oh! <laughs> yeah, who um, is a long-term collaborator of mine on various theater and film projects, um, runs a local comedy night called Geeks vs. Nerds, and uh, various other Vancouver artsy evening exploits and adventures. Yes, indeed. We recently did a uh, Archie-themed debate. We did Josie and the Pussycats versus Jim and the Holograms, which is the most rockin' adventure-seeking band. Excellent. I'm. So, how did that go? Oh, really well. Okay. It was. It was just hilarious. But like for Josie. For Josie, uh, Josie won. Excellent. Yeah, Josie yeah. the gets one. And so um, she should. <laughs> and uh, when is this episode airing? Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, perfect. Tomorrow. And I can let you know about upcoming debates. Yeah, sell us on it. Oh yeah, March twenty fourth, we are debating Cookie Monster versus Galactus. Yes. For who has a bigger <laughs> appetite? <laughs> Followed by Pirates versus Ninjas. I'm part of Team Ninja. Yep. I'm for consulting. Who would run a better restaurant? Yes. Is the question though. Ninjas versus pirates. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, obvious ninja bias. Yeah. Well, Ryan has the ninja bias because he is uh, uh, consulting for Team Ninja. Yeah, those folks. Oh, I already have an opinion about that. I guess I'll have to come to the debate. It better be pro ninja, Chloe. Well, or I'm not telling you what it is. Find a ninja restaurant is what I would want to know. They would hide it. They find you. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. And then (laughs) April. The other, the next one we're doing after that is April 21st. We are doing Eleven versus River Tam. Yes, that was a that was a fan vote, uh, and they (laughs) voted for that one. Followed by the headliner, which I'm quite excited for, which I fought the crew for, because I promised it'd be good. Uh-huh. Mr. Darcy versus the Beast. Which rich oh. asshole has the purest heart of gold? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so what are the dates of those again? Would you remember? March 24th okay. is uh, Pirates is Pirates Ninjas and okay. Cookie Monster Galactus. And then April 21st is Darcy Beast and... Eleven River Town. Yeah. Okay. Cool. For all y'all gang members here in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's at the XY uh, on Butte Street and Davy, twelve sixteen Butte Street. I haven't been since the new venue, so I'm I'm excited. Oh, it's great! Yeah. It used to be the Jupiter Lounge on uh, just off Davy Street. Oh, okay. Do you remember that place? Yeah. I, I've never been, but I oh, I knew I'm fan, aware of it. Yeah, we used to be at the Seven Dining Lounge. Unfortunately, they're getting torn down. Yep. Oh, like so most yeah, of so we men. had to, all a lot of shows had to scramble for new venues. Mm-hmm. XY um, was really receptive to our show. Mm. They loved us. They brought us in for the rest of the season. They they've been a great venue. So we're so happy to have partnered with uh, with XY on uh, Davian Beat. They're great. Awesome. Cool. Venues being the the m- m- most disgusting thing to try to find mm. in the city of Vancouver. Yeah, pretty much. This is why we're we're recording this podcast in my living room. <laughs> yeah, alternating living rooms of Chloe's yeah. and mine's. You can tell if there's angry cat noises being confused and cute, or if there's angry fridge noises being confused and not cute. Oh, well, fun fact I learned, the Vancouver Public Library has recording studios you can just get for free. 
Yeah, but then I have to go downtown. Yeah, that's also true. I've, I've actually, I've used them quite extensively. Oh, great. <laughs> but I feel like my house is just as far from you as downtown is. In fact, downtown might be closer. It's true. And if I didn't skip my Japanese class because I was stressed and, and confused today, I this would have been con- more convenient. We're negotiating our logistics of recording yeah. on podcast, gang. <laughs> it's, can you tell it's been a break? So, Riverdale... <laughs> So, so, Riverdale, I am glad to have joined this podcast because I have been such a fan of Riverdale since it started. Really good! It's it's like one of those, it's one of those shows that is like, it's like a family guy joke, but it happened. (laughs) And I love it. We, we like to call it dark sugar trash. Weird dark sugar trash. Weird dark sugar trash. Yeah, Yeah, because it's absolutely a joke of like, uh, like taking the Archie gang really dark and serious and like taking this wholesome 1950s comic about kids at a soda shop and adding sex and murder. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I love it. The thing is, like, only today I feel like could this have been made. Because did you know in the 90s they made a live action Archie show? What? They did? Uh, called Return to Riverdale. I and it's, had no idea. It is just awful. Like, I think I need to rewatch it because it mm-hmm. might be so bad it's good. I think we all need to rewatch no, this. It, no, you need, need to watch to it because it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a low budget made for TV movie. What? Uh, from, like, I think 1990 it was made. I remember my siblings and I rented it. Even though it was a made-for-TV oh, movie, there was like a VHS. Oh, we rented so it from. Um, Next we, hiatus episode. That's yeah, we were in Idaho yes. and we Don't rented it from Hollywood and... Video when that was a thing in Idaho. In Idaho, that's the best place to watch a campy midwestern made-for-TV yeah, movie. Like, oh, we just Riverdale. It's like yeah, television so that was... is a window to the outdoors. <laughs> but like, they couldn't have added sex and murder back then. No, to a TV movie. No, well, they couldn't add sex and murder to like. Prime time anything at that point. No, that's what HBO was yeah. for. Yeah, you needed to be on cable. Mm. But now with Netflix and the CW is just like doesn't matter. They can they can add a little more sex and murder. Yeah. My childhood Archie video video rental experience was the one Archie cartoon tape. It was obviously like a series from like the sixties or seventies, like Hanna Barbera type animation. It wasn't Hanna Barbera though, but it was Hot Dog. Oh, those are Jack great. Hood's dog talking. No, but, there's a few. I gotta look those up. Was if there might have? It was either Archie or it might have been the Brady Bunch kids mm. who had an adventure with Wonder Woman. Yep. Yep. Whoa, that's. Bizarre. I mean, Archie did have a have an adventure <laughs> with the Punisher. You know about that, right? of course. I didn't know about that. Oh, you Archie's got a, Archie meets around. the Punisher. The Punisher joins the uh, like oh, one of their wow. one of their All dances. Right. Cool. <laughs> I won't spoil it for you, but read Archie Meets the Punisher. Again, like, sometimes the, uh, the Archie Comics gang, like, is so loosey-goosey with their, like, <laughs> like, not taking Archie too seriously. Especially like, they have their brand, mm-hmm. but if Marvel is like, hey, what if they met the Punisher? They'd be like, sure, I mean, let's that do it. Happen. <laughs> I, I actually, that, that is, I mean, Netflix produces all the things. Yeah, like, yeah. I can see them making Riverdale, someone approaching them being like, hey, so what if we did Archie, but we added more <laughs> sex and murder? And they were like, okay. <laughs> I mean, they'd have to try hard to get more sex and murder than the current iteration, but adding the Punisher Challenge accepted. <laughs> to be fair, you don't actually see that much of the sex or the murder. A lot of implied sex and murder. You see a bit of the murder. Yeah, they, Murder's okay. safer. It's okay to see people die, we just can't see them create love. You see the beginning <laughs> of the sex, but you don't... Yeah, well, except we saw the this episode, there was a... The push-ups we thought was was a yep. little more explicit, but then it was just Archie doing push-ups. We'll point it out when we get there. We well. promise. Um, other really weird adaptations that probably couldn't have existed a few years ago. Um, I was just reading about a um, Archie Comics, the company, the the source material company, is partnering with an Indian 
yeah. entertainment firm to do a Bollywood Which version. Oh, that's so cool. Do you remember? Uh, not off the top of my head. I will have to send you that okay. information later. It wasn't one I recognized. I think it's, I, I just think it was a newer company, not, okay. like, it's, it's something new and weird, but Bollywood Archie is in the works. I have a deep, passionate obsession with Hindi film, so I'm excited <laughs> to find out what, uh, what film company this is. Yeah. So that's happening. Um, no, I haven't heard anything new about the Sabrina. Uh, like there's also steady there's steady gossip that. on the Sabrina. Also excited but, for that. Um, yeah, I know nothing about it, but I am really into it. Is it the same universe as no. Riverdale? It was supposed no! to be. It's the oh, same no, creators. I want them to cross it's the same over. people. I know. I but they too. shopped it in the CW past, so they're just doing it with Netflix. Oh man! Um, but but Supergirl has given me hope. Because Supergirl was on network television and still did a crossover with The Flash and, and Arrow. Oh. Uh, and the following season... But there's no season, magic in Riverdale. And there is magic in Sabrina. Yeah. Well, they can... Like, I mean, Marvel can get it. away with it, in which they have, like, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy and the Punisher mm-hmm. are canon in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Like, they, yeah. can, they can find a way. I... Yeah. Hopefully, I'm excited. I would love for that to happen. What I was sort of hoping is that Sabrina would show up on this show and not be yeah. magic. But, like, be able to, like, solve everything for one episode and then never come back. Day six Mac in yeah. a backdoor pilot. Yeah. Sabrina. That yeah. would have been fun. They're okay. obviously not doing that, and it's sad. So I'm just but. looking up a couple of uh, Archie crossovers that have happened. <laughs> uh, Archie meets Obama and Sarah Palin. What? Uh, what? Archie... Why those two? Archie versus Predator. Yes, I know. That, uh, Archie versus Sharknado. <laughs> uh, Archie meets the Ramones. Punisher I brought up. There's a Sharknado musical. Oh, of is course there, there is. Oh, I yeah. think... It, it, that might be a rule yeah. of the internet. If it exists, there's a musical We, we were actually looking at the rights with Geekenders for a while. <laughs> that doesn't spread me. Geekenders Archie meets the Teenies Mutant Ninja Turtles. Whoa. He sure did. Geekenders is a local company. Andrew and I work with a lot. Archie Naruto. Oh, okay, that one's got to be fake. Yeah, I don't. That one, no, I that one, that one looks like that. a fan art. Whereas, like the Ninja Turtle one looks very real, but the Naruto one is clearly a fan <laughs> art. That that I don't know if Archie's big in Japan. Yeah, that'd be a thing. They like their red hair in Japan. I understand. They like uh, Anne Green Gables. <laughs> yes, Anne Green Gables is, is freaking huge in Japan. Actually, one of the ways that the Green Gables site in Prince Edward Island stays in business is by um, Japanese tourists. Uh, no, Japanese weddings. Japanese what? destination weddings happen at Green Gables in Prince Edward Island. That's super cool. <laughs> Isn't yeah, it? but then it's one of those things where if you ask anyone from Prince Edward Island, they're like, "Oh, I'm so sick of hearing about Anne of Green Gables." Yeah, <laughs> and then you want to say to them, "Well." Well, then all you, that's all you have. You. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, you have Anne of Green Gables, and the you should embrace Bridge. that. Yeah. Sorry, any gang members in PEI. You know it to be true, that's why it hurts so much. <laughs> I also grew up in a place with nothing. It's okay. Yeah, but if but... you were known for, like, a book, you would you it's would true. embrace it. Mm. Would you? I mean, I'm no. from I'm from an actual. Is, if I was known, if my hometown was known for a book, it would be something like an Uncle Tom's Cabin. It wouldn't be a good thing to be known for. To okay, be well, yeah. I mean, I'm from Calgary, and we're known for Cool Runnings, and we love that. We, I, oh, yeah. I, I embrace Cool Runnings. <laughs> oh gosh, that is at the Calgary Olympics, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot all about I've that. I've never made that connection, oh, but man. of course that was the Calgary Olympics. I mean, we're the thing is, Prince Edward. We have a bigger population than Prince Edward Island. You think we'd have more to brag about, but we don't really. You got Stampede. Uh, That's true. Yeah, it's John Candy didn't star in a Stampede movie, though. <laughs> 
Is John Candy from Calgary? No. No. He's, he's Canadian, Canadian yeah. but he's uh, not from Calgary. He's probably from Toronto. They always are. So, um, want to watch some TV, guys? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Awesome. Let's, uh, watch By TV. the way, let's watch some Riverdale. just in case you are listening to this and you're watching the show, for, like not watching the show, but watching this episode for the first time, this isn't a rewatch with a commentary, <laughs> um, we... We think we got one of the things we've been asking for, Ryan and I. We might scream over that scene. So, like, feel free to pause us if you hear too much screaming to enjoy the critical, beautiful moments. Um, And, I I mean, I wanted it, too. Yeah. I I do, despite the fact that I am... uh, uh, I mean, well, you know, we're, we're all somewhere on the spectrum, but, like, I... I, I always crave more queer content in the TV. I want, I like, mm. I want it more, and I wanted it in Full House, mm. in Fuller House at least. I wanted Steve and what's his nuts to get together, and they didn't, and I was really upset. And I haven't watched the third season because I've got nothing to look forward to. Um, what? Roseanne's gonna have some queer characters, despite how problematic that reboot is. Why was oh. the Roseanne reboot problematic? Well, Roseanne. Herself as an artist and human being. Oh, the, the, yeah, the, there are things <laughs> I obviously don't know about Roseanne Barr. Yeah, she's extremely political and extremely Trumpy. Oh, and not too not, bad. Not even in that one percent. Because I love her, I love her like, as a as a comedian. Yeah. I love Roseanne. Yeah. And it does. It it seems like a whole bunch of other uh, like other progressive people have like gotten around her in this show and formed a protective circle between her and America because um <laughs> I think the the two grandkid characters Roseanne's grandkids in the show both deal with some sort of gender sexuality identity thing um I need to reread it because I've only been paying passing attention to this show I'm not going to watch being rebooted uh which really is a shame because the first was a spectacular it was great. I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for the Roseanne reboot because, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I didn't, I haven't read into Roseanne's political things. Not that that would necessarily make me hate someone because they disagree with me politically. Uh, Trump always again seems like a different show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but mm-hmm. I'm preaching to the choir here, obviously. <laughs> um, but I would be excited for a Roseanne show because that was one of my favorite shows growing up. But also, mm-hmm. like, dealt with actual like they actually had the money that they would have like there were blue collar mm-hmm. workers that didn't that weren't also rich when the show needed them to be yeah um, like as as a class conversation it's such a seminal piece of television i've never seen a single episode of roseanne to the point where i used to get roseanne bar mixed up with rosie o'donnell like i don't i don't have a mental image for roseanne bar hmm. She's really, really funny. Um, okay, cool. I love Roseanne Barr. She's also well known for uh, singing a infamously horrendous rendition of the Star Spangled Banner on purpose Herb at York. a baseball game, uh, <laughs> wow. where she was just like, "I'll say, can you say?" and like sang it bad and got booed, and she just like relished the booze because she thought it was funny. Cool. Interesting. I'm cool for trolling baseball games. I'm good with that. I, yes. I can respect well, that. Well, if they're... I mean, and, and the national anthem is more interesting than the game, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, now. Hey. Well, baseball's boring. No, baseball's great. It's nice and slow. Pressing Don't play before this I, fight. I, I have... I went to a Cubs game. I had fun. Despite 
the game. We like <laughs> we were like drinking and chanting in the audience at the Cubs game. It was great. Terrible. I had I had a fun time. I used to go to Calgary Cannons games when they were Calgary had like a minor league team. My dad used to take us. And... We have baseball in Canada. <laughs> yeah, we have like minor league affiliates oh my God. here. Yeah, they were like a minor league affiliate that Calgary had, and my dad used to take us because the tickets were like a buck, uh, <laughs> and we always had fun, I mean, I, despite the baseball going on, but yeah, good I mean, times, good I times s- at the baseball I game. I have you know, Ryan Karen, that the Blue Jays nearly won the World Series a couple years ago. I sort of vaguely knew the Toronto Blue Jays existed, but I've paid them yeah. so little attention at any no, point in my life. No, we need to watch Riverdale before I get annoyed. Okay, we can start watching Riverdale. Riverdale, <laughs> pressing play, and the Netflix, boom. What the heck even happened last month? I didn't last know why month, they were showing us year. the kiss. And then, of course, it became evident as the episode went on. Oh, right. Um. Huh. And yes. then the chick stuff, which, yes. Chick stuff. And that's been building. Do we let have. the listeners know where we're starting so they can, like, watch along? Or oh, we start at the beginning. Of... We just say when we're pressing play. Oh, it's just when you're pressing play now? Okay. Yeah. 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 We just have to not press pause. Uh, is, gotcha. is our challenge. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> no peeing. So right now they're in the recap. Mm-hmm. Which I actually needed this episode. Yeah, I, I actually good. had forgotten a few important yeah. things. I do find the show consistently does a great job of of setting up which of its disparate plot points I need to remember. Yeah. Um, better than a lot of shows with Probably their. Because they drop setup. so many. And then when they bring in a character on the recap that you haven't seen mm-hmm. since season one, you're like, oh, that character's going to make a make an appearance. Then and they try to make it. it seem like a shock, but it's like, yeah, but they're, they're in the recap. Yeah. Oh, it's God. Chuck Week. Chick's face. No. <laughs> Although it wasn't like, well, you know, when I watched uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, it always mm. bothered me because they always had the actors' names at the beginning. Mm. And then it'd be mm. like, special the guest star, yeah. uh, David Boreanaz. And then at the end of the episode, like, Angel appears like a shock. And I'm like, but... <laughs> But he was a guest star. Yeah. You kind of ruined it by doing that. You're not supposed to read, Andrew. Gosh, it's television. I can't help it. So, this is Cheryl. interesting. This is the subtext. Yep. She's mad at her mom for having a sexuality because her mom didn't let her do the thing. Yeah. Whoa. That'll make sense by the end of the episode, I yeah. promise. So, here's the setup for everything we need to know about Cheryl ever. Um, this is unex- was an unexpectedly... Cheryl heavy episode. Like, we loved it. Yeah. Oh, even though I'm yawning, I loved it. Even though Cheryl is going through the horribleness right in this moment. Uh, the horribleness of deep emotional abuse. Yeah, I'm so much not mad at her because of reasons that we will be revealed later. Yeah. For shaming her mom for doing sex work. But now, he- here we have Archie and Mr. Lodge. Now, I- I'm a huge fan of the old comics. And I'm loving this new show, but there's just, there is just, I just want some classic Archie Mr. Lodge stuff to happen. Like, you know, I want like, I want, I want the Ming Vaz, and I want him to knock over the Ming Vaz and be like, uh, gee whiz, I gotta glue it back together real quick. And Veronica to be like, Archie, you knocked over the Ming Vaz. And then, or one of my favorites would be like, you know, say, uh. Archie is uh, hanging out with Veronica in the living room. Mm-hmm. Then Mr. with Mr. Lodge in his office. Mr. Lodge comes in and says, Andrews, are you going to be here all night? It's 11 o'clock. And Archie goes, hey, gee, Mr. Lodge, you're going to have to call home. See, I think instead of breaking belongings or societal codes, Archie breaks trust. 
and lives. <laughs> the Ming vases. I mean, th- there's there's no reason he can't break trust and, and lives. Ming vases. And the Ming vases. And the Ming vases in there. I just want to see him scramble a little bit. <laughs> Instead, this is a lodge who actively sends his teenage daughter up to an isolated cabin with her boyfriend. Yeah, it's different. He does have reasons. What is Jughead circling, by the way, in that newspaper? Oh gosh, I missed that. Oh, um, oh jobs, um, I think or... housing. Oh, because that right, whole being evicted thing. I was hoping he'd that be was... circling where to buy hamburgers because he is not eating enough hamburgers. That's yeah, true. He does not. He needs to he eat like three this episode. season. Yeah, th- he needs to be eating three per scene. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be like stacking the hamburgers on the top of each other and then oh, yeah. taking a string and then tying them really small and then putting them in his mouth real big. You're pointing at something, um, Chloe. I was just thinking. Is it on whenever screen? He, uh, no, whenever he and his dad get takeout, they never get hamburgers. They always get Chinese food. You were right. That's a missed opportunity. Just know. like this Moose and Kevin scene. Yeah. Um, I know. Which... So what I don't catch, what I didn't catch the first time, yeah, is to me what this scene means is like Moose has told Kevin, "Oh no, she knows about us and it's cool." And mm-hmm, then later mm-hmm. when they're at the diner, yeah, she doesn't seem to know anything. Y- you didn't catch that. So, spoiler. Watching Friends, that scene that just happened, that was awkward, and Kevin had the awkwardness yeah. about his ex-hookup person and the potential openness in three-way. Guess what? It gets more awkward. Okay. Sorry, I spoiled. Well, I'm a, it was a reason I would spoiler. assume that the, the listeners have watched the episode and are now listening to this. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely you're there with us. Yeah. I feel like by now, yeah, we've gotten into, we will be spoiling some things. Yeah. Should we spoil the the... the Cheryl thing? No, 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 no. Oh, in case they're not. We can be excited together. I like the roses on her Speaking of Cheryl. She's just like, please take me. Take me out of my life. Take me. And they're all like, no. Yep. I really liked... Also, like, couples privilege happening right now. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The odd (laughs) Cheryl out. Mm -hmm. Um... I, I liked that this is one of the first episodes that's really given us focus on... Cheryl has emotional trauma, and then showing her being awful, um, it, it's drawing a more direct correlation between all of the, the horrible things in her life and all of the lashing out in a way that I think they haven't quite done yet. Hmm, yeah. There's a, there's a new bit of insight in it on Cheryl here, um, which I'm happy to talk out over, over the boring Bughead stuff, because this the isn't only... the good Bughead swag. I'm... It's... There are good Bughead moments, Chloe. I'm here I've for Bughead. Okay, what is bug what is Bughead? You keep saying it like I know, but I don't Betty know what Bughead, Bughead is. Bughead. It's a Betty Bughead. and Jughead. Yeah, yeah Bughead. Oh. It's their ship name. <laughs> oh, I get it. I don't really ship Betty. I'm 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 shipping Jarchy. Yeah, yeah, we want that. All of us got a little Jarchy ship this episode, yeah. but I want I want like just all four of them to get into a big naked heap. They yeah. they yeah. had so many opportunities this they episode. Did. It's I what I, it's what I root for. It's... I root for it, but in every not not only in this show, but in the comics, which which doesn't happen enough. <laughs> Even the, the comics internet. are just a little more wholesome, except for when he fights Predator. They're also like. Th- they're wholesome, but it's obvious that these teens are fooling around, even in the comics. Oh, for sure. They're just so vague. Yeah. It's a little like Harry Potter in the comics, isn't it? Where they just sort of hint at oh. it, but don't actually get there. I think the There's difference, even, the difference more being... more hinting in Harry Potter. Um, the thing is, Harry Potter's not leaning into the romance for its primary plot drive, right? Right. Whereas that is easily the core plot of, like... Two-thirds of Archie comics. Love this shining shot yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh. They really set up the isolated cabin in the woods beautifully. Yeah. 
Which I'm convinced I recognize like every other bloody location <laughs> in the show. We're just four sexy teens going to a cabin in the woods. What could go wrong? I feel like I could I could guess which day they shot this almost based on how, yeah. which day's got that much fog. Um, this also might be like Sunshine Coast. Yeah, like maybe. this could easily be out by Seychelles. It almost looks like Seychelles. It almost looks like North Van. Like it almost looks like a mm. Lighthouse Park. But like not. Deep Cove. Mm. Maybe could be yeah. Deep Cove. Yeah. So many possibilities. We live in a beautiful place. We do. <laughs> well, because they keep shooting outside my house, so it, it makes those scenes distracting. <laughs> Like, they shoot at the city center motel and stuff. That's, right. like, the CD motel. Yeah. And I'm like, that's right by my oh house. Oh, gosh, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right there. Oh, Chloe, I'm, let's add that to our, our like, yeah, hiatus I'm, tour of locations. Oh, yeah. I'm so pleased that someone has shot something there because that place is, like, begging to be a movie set all the it's, time. They're shoot, they shoot God. a lot of things there. Oh, I good. see I'm I see glad. film trucks outside the God city center motel so often. That's awesome. That's probably how they stay in business because they've got a pretty... I mean, they're also, like, probably a trucker's motel in the city, um, mm. and they're right by the CP rail. Mm. Yeah. Like, I imagine they do okay, uh, based on that. Now, yeah. I, I am like, curious. Tourists do, probably don't stay there, but... Do they shoot right outside your house? Because I know that alley's been in Dark Gently a bunch, but, like, do you do you get the, the residual glare bouncing off of Jughead's face? Um, no, I, not that I have seen. Okay. If they have shot in the alley, it's not while I've been there, and I haven't seen my alley in this right. show. I've seen my alley in Dirk Gently, that's for sure. <laughs> you can see my apartment in Dirk Gently. Uh, and, like, the Hasty Mart is right outside yeah. my... Oh, <laughs> Spoiler alert for where I live, I live near the Hasty Mart. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cheryl Shows is being mean. wonderfully mean. I love how petty mean this moment is, too, and how transparent that was. And Jughead is like pissed for a sec, and then so sad. and then things happen. <laughs> but the only way to really resolve this conflict is to have uh, Jughead and Archie make out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Cheryl. Yeah, because I always want to see more positive polyamory on TV. You know, yeah, this episode teases it hard. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, I wonder if mm-hmm. we will. Just like this relationship here, we're all excited about. Mm-hmm. Look at all their beautiful hair. Now, now that I'm over the the you shouldn't first have wave women, of glee, but look at all their beautiful hair. <laughs> yes, what? Tony's being so generously caring. Yeah, now, but is... she also like knows. Like, first of all, she sees a hot girl too. Okay, okay. Two, she's like hip to her <laughs> shit. Sapphic serpent hand. <laughs> I want to use that like, <laughs> like out of context <laughs> on someone. Your sapphic serpent hands. Right. Also, I love that um, uh, Archie has like a Ross and Rachel like reference here. Practically, he's oh, like, "Yes." What have they broken up twelve times this semester? <laughs> We're just waiting for them to go full Ross and Rachel and have it be like you know, you break. slept with someone else and we were on a break. We already had like three breaks. Um, I like that they. It, it felt well foreshadowed to me for them to have the actual emotionally mature conversation while the opening credits are still rolling so that we know that it's not going to stick. Um, what do you mean? Well, they figured this out, right? Yeah. They dealt with this maturely. They dealt with the, oh yeah, you kissed someone while you, you were running from a serial killer and we were broken up. Great. This is fine. We're over it, right? In fact, yeah. we immediately hear just how over it they are. Um, but it's placement in the episode 
Like, ooh, yeah. I find it I find it so interesting how often this show sort of projects that it knows what the mature way to deal with this problem is and then goes completely hard sharp hairpin turn away from the mature option. Yeah. After clearly establishing. Like it it's it's I feel like they kind of tease us with knowing how melodramatic they are with lampooning it a little bit. And then delivering exactly the melodrama. Yeah. Do you think that's them kind of fighting with the exec, with like the heads of the CW or something? Yeah, we're. Where they're like, they wrote it like that, that, and the CW <laughs> said no, so mm-hmm. they're poking. Like, I don't know this. I'm obviously just speculating. Yeah. But do you I, think that might be it? The writers are like undercutting the overheads. Mm. I'd be I'd be shocked if that wasn't a factor. Um, or at yeah. least that. Again, that I'm, I'm only just right? saying maybe that's why. Maybe they're not doing that at all. Mm-hmm. But. I, I do think the the creative team behind this show is a little a little more clever than your average CW bear, mm-hmm. um, and I th- I think it's as much them kind of fighting with themselves about the ridiculous thing they're making. Um, while we hear some sweet nothings about how nice it is that Veronica invited them, I just need to and point out some the cat is playing with the shadow of the cord on the floor. Oh, she stopped. <laughs> oh, there we go. But. She was like very intent on capturing it, and alas, this cat is far more well. far more entertaining than straight romance to me. But sorry, back to Jughead. Like, <laughs> yeah. not so, so interesting for our podcast listeners. Yes, <laughs> um, I wish you could see this cat, listeners. The, yeah, the cat, the cat, uh, the cat's a permanent feature. Um, here we have Jughead, not so subtly, like grilling Veronica <laughs> and Betty, kind of going like, <sighs> "Dear." Be subtle. We talked about this. Yeah. And right. Veronica totally missing the, the boat. Yeah. Um, or, like, knowing exactly what's happening and just finding a way to distract. Are those heaven. glasses empty? They look kind of empty. The boost? Like, I know, I know they're props, mm. but it looks like the green is painted. It does. Oh. Kinda. And that there's just empty. Can you hear the cat, listeners? Hi, Dario. Shut up. <laughs> um, right, here's a question. What do we think is in those glasses? Gatorade. Is, it, is it is it Gatorade and Mountain Dew, or they have an absinthe? Uh, no, I mean, in the in the show, okay, not like world, as a pro. In world, it's all three. <laughs> oh, in world, it's Gatorade, Mountain Dew, and absinthe. Yeah. What did, well, you, that what is did a, you drink in high that school? A, That's basically yeah. the quality of booze I had in high school. I drank sorrow in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was just me. <laughs> Great. Coolers of sorrow. Coolers of sorrow. Hard lemonade. Of sorrow, and now we're in the sexy hot tub, which was, of course, all the teasers. And they just... still have their empty cups. Yeah, or arguably, in world, they're inappropriately it, full cups. It almost looks like Jello because like, they, they needed it. To all, stay the drinks aren't going oh, down. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. like they yep. took the time oh, to rip the did sugar. a little bit. Jugheads did a little bit. Oh, so Jugheads the only one drinking. <laughs> the rest of them are just sipping them Mountain Dews. You know that would explain a lot about the emotional dynamics of the scene. Yeah, because Jughead goes all like, yeah, I gotta make it, we be ready to If If Jughead's a little tipsy here, yeah, that adds some tension. My dad is Adam Sandler. He was in that movie. You guys <laughs> see that movie? Oh, wait, we're filming a show. You've lost I me completely. Cool. He was the kid in Big Daddy. He was? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. Really? And yeah. he's also the... He's one half of a twin who's well, also he, in... One half films. of uh, Zack and Cody. Huh. Yeah. Going on silly adventures oh, yeah. with Hannah Montana and whatnot. Yeah. That that one I was aware of. Maybe um, maybe Zach of Zach and Cody grew up to be Jughead. 
So did we all notice that in this scene in a sexy hot tub with sexy teens making out, we didn't actually get any over-the-top cheesecake shots? No, in fact, what's, I'm not even getting What's a cheesecake shot? Like a... Uh, cheesecake, how about some cheesecake? You know, it's like, like you know, the, the shot of Archie silhouetted by the steam in the shower as Veronica steps yeah. in where... Oh, yeah, well, those are great. Why yeah. is that called a cheesecake shot? Like cheesecake pinups or, or like... I've just never heard the term cheesecake. Yeah, I actually taught the term cheesecake to someone else recently, and it's like, yeah, mm. like sexy flush showing... Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's also, supposed to I kind happen. of like, I kind of like how cool Betty is with this. She's like, what's happening? And mm-hmm. Archie's all like, ugh. And cool, Betty's all if like, not interested. That little yeah. nod. Yeah. Hmm. Betty's all like, this is fine. <laughs> and then never mentions it again. Oh. Well, right. I mean, but she, <laughs> Except like, for right now. uses it to do things. As a lead-in to sexy times. Word. Also... Oh, he's wearing a lot! He's wearing... It's of course he is. That's really cute. I didn't notice that last time. Uh, it's the Lodge Lodge. That was a moment in Jughead that I enjoyed. from the wrong side of the tracks is taking every opportunity oh, to yeah. utilize the oh luxury and, and privilege of the upper class. I totally understand. What's he reading? He's probably reading Catcher in the Rye for the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> Entrapment, eh? He's reading Punisher comics. Yes. <laughs> Here's Dark Betty. Ready to punish your boyfriend. My name is Carla Danger. <laughs> and your name is Carlos Danger. Uh, we are the Danger siblings. We, we chatted about this a little in the pre-show. Um, the, the question of how is the whole cam girl thing going to go? Yeah, a conversation. and here's the this push-ups, is the push-ups that, we thought were sex. that we thought were really awkward, weird sex. <laughs> Is she reading the same book as Jughead? I really hope she is. It kind of looks like the same book. It is just the Lodge book. It is the book yeah. left in all the Lodge houses and all the Lodge beds, Hotels. detailing the Lodge history. Yes, yeah, it's ho- just a dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> Hotels of the Gideon Bible. The Lodge Lodge has what? What would it have? The Book of Lodges. The Book of Lodges. The Book of oh. Great Lodges. Or the dictionary. Mm-hmm. There's the squeaky noises. Yep. And again, Archie's like, ugh, and, and Veronica's like, yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Beautiful, beautiful place. I would love them to just be nonchalantly reading, like, an issue of a magazine called Gigantic Asses. <laughs> That'd be fine. What? It's just a big ass on the cover, and they're just reading, and they're just like, and it's never brought up, and they're just like, all okay. reading Gigantic so Asses. So just deep absurdity, then. then. Oh. Is, okay, is this shot a reference? Because I feel like sexually chopping wood in, it's in, in it's a tank top... It's in a reference to every porn. It ever. is definitely <laughs> in the hit film Win a Date with Tad Hamilton starring oh. Kate Bosworth and uh, Topher Grace. You're oh. right! I was going to pull God, the Captain America reference, but that is much... I that movie in a time. Now, I saw that movie in theaters because it came out between the years of 2001 <laughs> and 2004 Jewish. when I worked at the Paramount <laughs> Movie Theater in Calgary. Ah. I saw everything that came out between 2001 and 2004. Man, that's like so all I saw When a Date with Tad Hamilton in theaters. Saw it all. Speaking of seeing everything... Veronica is having the revelation that we all knew was coming. Nice segue. Mm-hmm. I try. Mm. <laughs> Are we were also trying to figure out where this was filmed. Yeah. Is this also North? This, this definitely looks like North Bend. That's yeah. got a real North. Even the fact that there's hill. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah, unavoidable feels, hill. And it's like foggy, and I feel like North Van gets more fog than we do. And it'd be a lot cheaper than filming in Sichelt, to be honest. Would it really? 
I mean, yeah, you can do a day shoot up in North Van. Yeah, you don't have to, like, here, right? oh, you don't ship everyone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. it's like, it's a good ferry trip to Seychelles by, like, You can take Seychelles. I thought it was Seychelles. Seychelles. It's Seychelles. Seychelles. Yeah. Like Seychelles, but with a T. It's another word that I've only ever read. Well, now you know. Here's Josie. So does Josie. It's all right. You know what I learned today? What? The country Lesotho is pronounced Lesotho. Really? No. It's pronounced Lesotho. I believe it's a full you. Plosive. But I'm I, I've been calling it Lesotho because I'd only read it. Lesotho. Um, but it is pronounced Lesotho. Huh. Huh. Everybody who uh, whose brother lived in South Africa for a time, I'm going to ask him if he knew that. <laughs> Do it. Lusitu yeah. is the one that's surrounded by South Africa. Yes, right? it's, uh, yeah. it's landlocked around. Yeah. There. Oh wait, is it Zosa? Is it a? Uh, um, I was watching lots of videos about how to pronounce uh, Zosa. Um, is that? I feel like there's a click in there. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I screwed that. up the click badly. It's um, Zosa. Yeah. Um, well, entirely because of Black Panther is why I was watching these videos. I see. <laughs> Out of. Tangential interest. So that now, that might not be the whitest thing you've ever said. The Suthu, <laughs> great. The Suthu. We uh, accidentally talked through Josie and oh, so, Sierra, which is a crime because we need more Josie scenes, and we asked yeah. for more Josie scenes. And they um, arrived, and it like it's then like, we got okay, distracted yeah. by Black Panther. We did by me. By me. It's okay. Here's the moment <laughs> where we want a Jughead and Archie just be like, but like they even set it up like they're about to. I know. Not since Sam and Frodo in theaters. Did I actually expect but this an is out of nowhere like, right there innocent. when he goes jug and the music swells? Yeah, but this isn't innocent the way for Sam and Frodo are no. innocent. This, this is, is like super not innocent. This is charged. Yeah, because yeah. Sam and Frodo are like brothers in arms right. who have like yeah. experienced something together. Yeah. Yeah. 13 year old me deeply two. believed on the side of that hill they were about to start making out before mm-hmm. the, the eagles arrived. I mean, like, what would you do at the end of the world? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they have such cute flirty faces here, too. Yeah. The, the music is so romantic. I, I feel like it's I'm hoping they're cool. setting up that they will eventually just, like, kiss mm-hmm. so that they can all end up in a big naked heap. Yeah. It's all I ask. The, like, five times they've joked about it this episode. See that exhale? This is a romance And then scene. they toss yeah. the football there, but you know no. what they're really tossing? Homo. They're like, hey, toss it a football until mm-hmm. we toss them other balls. <laughs> so, introducing the yeah. musical already. I'm actually, oh, right. I'm, I'm impressed. Musical. I'm impressed that they're seeding a plot point a month in advance. Yeah. They never do that. And also, oh no. This was a little uh, abrupt. This was a little abrupt. The cuts were weird. Yeah, it's like, it's like they had like... to carve out an, three or four minutes of screen time away from the, the Kevin and Josie plotline. Yeah. That's how these edits feel. I also, like, don't get me wrong, do not think adultery is okay, but I mm-hmm. feel like if I was the, the child of a loveless, distant marriage, mm. I would have some more perspective on this than these two kids are having, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I, I actually I have a lot of empathy for Josie and for Mayor McCoy. In how things played out this episode. Yeah. I think they're both in the wrong in certain ways, and but both coming from very authentic places of, like, a real struggle. Yeah. Mm, that and honey looks tasty. Veronica is such a weird impulse shopper, too. I'm gonna grab a candle, I'm gonna grab some honey. 
And can I have a scone? I'll <laughs> take some uh, illegal fireworks for my yeah. candle and honey. There's like the what is that on the in the back there? That's like a horse the thing. Apothecary? No. Oh, the horse tackle. The horse tackle. Oh yeah, there is like an apothecary <laughs> behind. Horse it's tackle. Sorry. <laughs> it's for it's for fishing horses out of the barn. <laughs> it's tack. That's not the right word, is it? But I'm going to remember horse tackle forever. That's what I'm going to start calling, like, male plumbing is horse tackle. <laughs> <laughs> male plumbing? I'm a very great farm boy. Junk. Oh. In other words. Penis. Yes. I mean, it's horse more complimentary tackle. than most words. I was trying to be euphemistic. Okay, so first watch through, all three of us picked up on how weird these three extras in the background are. Yeah. Like, they must have been told to just, like, Monica. stare at them. Yeah. Oh, either that or they were Creeper actually in. just local people. We would like you to leave. <laughs> and yes. they were like, forgot to tell them they were filming Riverdale. <laughs> and they're like, hey, brother, there's cameras there. It's happening. It's happening. <sighs> I'm so sorry I burped on the podcast. Well, before. it's permanent there forever now. And you've yeah. drawn attention to it, Chloe. I can't yeah. even edit it out because that would break her flow. Yeah, because I didn't he- I didn't even hear it. Oh, really? You burped in response to Betty into Veronica and Archie's ridiculously mature plot resolution. Because it's gross! I mean, Veronica went and bought some stuff and then felt better and then they moved on. Yeah. And then they find out what she bought and it's like fireworks, condoms. Yeah. (laughs) A gun. mature... Okay, the first (laughs) two are mature ways to get over the... That would end badly. Well. Alright, this weird party scene. What I find (laughs) kind of odd about this moment is that FP isn't saying isn't mm. like hey like we got bought out but like what do you do right you know? he's not suspicious in any way yeah yeah no i i see that he is weirdly trusting of Hiram lodge especially since the last rich old white guy to hire him kind of did a, did a little murder did a little True. family murder the last time a rich old white guy bought you fp it did not end well for anybody this is a rich old hispanic guy hmm that's true Oh, you're right. He's Latinx. That's true. Oh, here's oh Jughead. I mean, I guess like I guess Veronica and Archie are biased, and Jughead can probably tell. Um, I I I thought this is a great a great fight of everyone's kind of right with what they know. Yeah. Based on the information they've got, everyone's kind of right. Like yes, bias, but yeah, like. They don't, they all make sense. And we know Jughead's being rightfully paranoid because we have all the information. And if they all actually compared notes, they'd all know Jughead's right too. Yes. But I feel like a a core theme of this episode is not sharing information. Yes. That seems to be like a core theme of the season. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Yeah. I really like this scene too. I like this scene. I just like makes my heart so sore because I love these two characters and I love it yeah. when they have their like nice mom and daughter bond and there would be no plot if that was just what, how it was all the time. I know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It feels like a really good and interesting fight. Yeah. Um. Because it is so gray, the like emotional weight and connections and investments of everyone involved. Yeah. <sighs> And I don't know, like, I understand Josie telling Kevin, like, I probably couldn't keep that secret from a friend of mine. Oh, totally, yeah. right? It's, uh, it's... I'm also waiting for Josie and the Pussycats to solve a couple of mysteries, but it killed them to solve a couple of mysteries. Yeah. Betty takes okay. them all. 
They, they don't even yeah. have time to notice there's a mystery. Ah, you know, fun low stakes mysteries. There's a ghoulie uh, going up in the mansion on the hill and they gotta unmask him. It's literally Scooby-Doo, but with uh, with uh, Josie and the Pussycats. The ghoulies are the Fop Gang, you'll recall. So The Fop Gang? Yeah, the Fop Gang that the serpents had a war with. Remember the dandy dude who they had the drag race with? <laughs> yeah, that drag race episode was oh, great. Oh yeah, that That's weird what I was talking design about. of like the ghoulie gang was all sorts of weird aesthetic but i like that i like the 50s aesthetic when they do the drag race and stuff that that was was great that was delightful but i was waiting for that drag race to get interrupted by a ghost (laughs) so that josie and the pussycats could find out that it was really old man murray or was the haunted amusement park you know gotta get close to greendale um i just realized something yeah um they have like two they have like three Gay or bisexual characters on the show. Yep. Kevin's actually, like, I think full-on gay. That's my read, yeah. Um, and they're not just automatically pairing them up. Like, he just yeah. said, I don't know if I could ever date someone named Fangs. So oh, yes! Which is kind of nice. I'm it's, down for that. It's refreshing that there's enough uh, LGBTQ people that we don't have to shop yeah. in that very narrow pool. Yeah. There are more than two. So also, they don't have to get together for us to have a romance. Kevin just had the look of, like... You mm-hmm. didn't tell your girlfriend the truth, and I'm going to sit here like a goose gog, and it makes you uncomfortable. But it means the show's going to take on issues of bisexual bisexuality and being in the closet. Yeah, so. I liked. I really liked that exchange because, like, yeah. um, something I've experienced as a bipan umbrella human is that like you get like tabooed by the queer community just about mm-hmm. as much as you get tabooed by straight people mm-hmm. and well and that like they don't believe you're bi they're like which one are you yeah mm-hmm. yeah I, I try i know what you mean yeah mm-hmm. uh there's also like you rarely see it on tv depicted as like mm-hmm. just is it's usually like a weird fetish yeah. Yeah. or it's like a cop-out mm-hmm. yeah. um yeah. or they uh you know a decent one would be Buffy. I think Willow. But they yeah. forgot Willow was... No was, spoilers, by the way. I haven't watched the whole thing. They forgot about Willow's past romances with men um, yeah. and committed to full lesbian, which, which is, is some people's truth. It, but, for, um, the ni- for the 90s, uh, which is good. Yeah, yeah. relatively good. Um, but it, did, it, it has been a pattern. Um, there's only a, f- a few shows yeah. recently that I think... So okay, instead yes, of them, we, have, we, Sorry, we I was really excited. Over this important I was really scene. excited. So like because... Josie and Kevin are being buds, and they went to the movie. And here mm-hmm. are Cheryl and Tony. Speaking of essential bisexual representation on television. Yes, I'm so sorry I interrupted you, Ryan. I just got really excited about for the best reasons. For um, the best reasons about Cheryl just being super honest with Tony because right. she needs a friend, and Tony's like, oh, because Tony offered and put a hand on her caringly. Yeah. Her mom hasn't even done that. Her sapphic serpent hand, which is totally the name of my new band. Oh, Oh, sapphic Sapphic serpent Serpent hand. Hand. Yeah. That is a great name for a band. Yes. Oh. Oh, yes. Even just the sapphic serpents. Yeah, that'd be fine, too. Oh, look at them. They're having a sweet date. What? Also, is this a movie? I don't know. Yeah, because that's Jennifer Connelly, isn't it? No, no, it's no. uh, Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Gardner. Gardner. Jennifer Gardner, yeah. yeah. One of the Jennifers. (laughs) Kamali is the Labyrinth girl. What does she hand him? What? Is it a tissue? What does she hand him? Uh, she handed him like a program or a book or something. Oh. How are they not playing Archieopoly? That has to exist in this universe. I don't think Archieopoly is a real thing. Is it a real thing in our universe? I'm I'm Googling it now. It has to be. (laughs) There's no way. This has got to be another rule of the internet. If it exists, Um, there's a monopoly of it. 
We should also Google Jennifer Garner gay teen rom-com at some point to figure out if that was an actual film. Yeah. The more important thing is Archiopoly. Like Archiopoly. Yeah. Okay. I like the idea that Jennifer Garner might be a fan of the show and was willing to do like... <laughs> like a free cameo? Yeah. That's... Yeah. Oh, my heat turned itself off. Weird. Okay. Hang on. Got All right. by the heater. He- oh, Betty's mad. Oh, no, it's giving me archaeology. It's, ar- ar- it's, it's... <laughs> Maybe if I put a hyphen in there. I'll, I'll put Archie Monopoly. Yeah. Um. So I'm also... I like that, again, we got a big explosion fight that makes sense for the information everybody has yeah, at this moment. we're getting more of it, yeah. You yeah. know what? It doesn't look like there's an Archie Monopoly. Well, that's what? a huge missing market. Riverdaleopoly? It could be a thing. Might be coming. No, I feel like that would have come up. Yeah. There's probably. no Archie Monopoly. That is, that is, I am legitimately shocked. <laughs> I, of all the Monopoly things out there, there's no Archie one. I have a Star Wars oh, episode man. one so monopoly episode one specifically. Or are you just mad? That's what I want to know. I mean, I know what I want, so I'm biased. It's obviously sexual tension. They all are yeah. just like, "How are you not in the naked heap? How are you not in the naked heap?" Good, as long as it's not just me thinking that. Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> um, I'm distracted by the, the fight, the personal things that Veronica is about to say about Betty and Yeah. My dad's done plenty of good things, she says, obviously recognizing she's speaking a lie as she says yeah. it. <laughs> he put himself in prison. It's yeah. great for everyone. He banged my mom and made me, so there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet Hermione was Being tragic and bang, moping and holding hands while watching serial killer movies. I mean, like, called it. Like, yeah. it's a legit... Oh, also, I mean, uh-oh. It's also, it's a good thing this break-in happened right as Veronica was getting mean. Because yeah. I think I would have loved watching everyone get mean, but I also don't think we would have gotten bad, back from that easily. No. I, like <laughs> I wish these guys wore a uniform and came in and said, we're the Axum Rangers! <laughs> or at least had like a weird Scooby-Doo rubber costume so we could yoinks it. <laughs> they should have dressed up like ghosts! <laughs> then it wouldn't be nearly as emotionally traumatic when we did a little murder later. Well, Josie has to uncover them and find out that it's the guy who runs the shop and he wanted the yeah. kids out of town so that he could... Once again, Betty scoops her to it. Ugh, I want Josie to be in the Scooby gang more. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do we think the Scooby-Doo gang's gonna cross over with the show? Because I would pay to see that. That'd be alright. I mean... It's you, like Freddie Prince Jr. and like the cast from the movie crosses over into the show. I think they did like a reboot, reboot even at this point. I think there might a Scooby Doo. I think there might be a new. Is there a live action gritty Scooby Doo reboot? I may be wrong. Whoa, I may be wrong. Oh my! I would. Exist. I would love for like a live action Scooby Doo like murder reboot. Like they solve murders. My, th- I mean, I, I... <laughs> that was like not smooth the way she hit that button either. No, how did he not yeah. notice? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Excuse me, while I just reach under this here, click, 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 click. Silent alarm activated, <laughs> and now I'm going to grab my purse." Well, but she does it herself. Oh yes, that yeah. lovely blue lighting. Yeah, looks good. Ah, uh, deep colors. Also, we can tell it's a lodge house because there's lots of. Open flames lighting everything, and red tone candles. We've been stoking the fire while you were up there, you know, we didn't want it to go down. <laughs> it is a little chilly in here, after all. We wanted it to feel heated, like this moment. Ooh, and Archie gets hella triggered. Yep, yep. As you do. Which, yeah. Um, 
which adds some interesting weight to his response immediately after. Without this, also like seriously deeply threatening when someone is pulling pulling a nagin and coming up at you and your your line of kneeling friends with a baseball bat. Yes, I like, would find that troubling. Yeah, like the timing is impeccable in all of this, but. Uh, now, what was about to get the smashed? Beach. The table or one of the people? I am not sure. I mean, I'm actually not it. sure. But that definitely... I feel like, from their perspective, it felt like it was going to be them. Right? Yeah. Maybe he just wanted to play baseball. Yeah. None of them None of them pitched. As we've established, baseball is a rubbish game. Hey. But it's fun to watch. <laughs> I mean, I mean, play, actually. It's fun to play. Yeah, well, they were going to have to watch baseball. We all no, know that. They were going to bore them to death. That was the threat. <laughs> he was like, ha you'll have to sit there and watch us play baseball. <laughs> It'll be fun for us, but boring for you. And here comes Andre doing what how, Andre's best. I love how he looks at it, and like it's like he realizes it's not actually the Black Hood. It's just a kid his own age who's yeah. got opinions about stuff. Yeah. Who's doing a Robin, but... Yeah, but... Yeah. Isn't... He has done worse, I think, at this point, hasn't he? Jughead has. He started Jug, a militia. Jug, Jughead's done... Oh, you're right, he the militia. He and started a militia. And you're like, right. He tried to incite class riots. And, like, <laughs> chose not to be an FBI informant, even though... Ooh, man, yeah, well, There's the murder. One, buddy. Well, yep. someone's playing with fireworks back there, right? Two whiz. <laughs> <sighs> That's what they bought at the shop, right? <laughs> And here's our actual emotional choices. Are teenagers making the right emotional choice at scene? I, I actually always really appreciate these plots. I feel yeah. like it, it puts a nice counterbalance to how melodrama and ridiculous a lot of the things are. Mm-hmm. When they show these little things that are... Um, it, it, it lends a lot of weight to the show to me. That um, it, I feel like this is the, yes, we respect you, audience. We know you want realistic emotional storylines. Now here's some murders. Because we know you also want those. Yeah. Yeah. And now here's Cheryl and Tony. Oh, it's Because we know what you really want. I I just didn't know what story Cheryl was telling until she was telling it. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. It was a real double take for me, even. And, like, like... Is this actor trained? I can't remember. Madeline Petch? I don't think yeah. so. I don't think so. I think yeah. she comes from a modeling background. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've definitely heard that one of the reasons Cheryl is so prominent is that her parents are producers. That, oh, really? That has been some scuttlebutt that I've heard going around. Um, I like the character a lot. Yeah, she's yeah. earned it. She has earned her yeah, prominence fine. fully, Yeah, she kind of, like, she, like, it's... I have some opinions about this acting, but she sells mm-hmm. it. You know, I mm-hmm. think it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tony's here for it. They're getting good shots from Tony. I'm really liking this little mini, but I'm a cheerleader thing. Yeah. Also because Aww, I feel like I don't movie. usually see this plot, these genders, these identities, these characters. This is actually pretty, pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, we could, like, poke holes in it and be like, hey, like, the woman of color is doing all this labor for the rich white girl. Totally. But, but I think, like, this is, like, a genuine Tony character moment. Mm-hmm. And I think she's into Cheryl. Like, I think she, she, like, yeah. I think, like, I think she sees it. 
Mm -hmm. I really appreciate having um, having Cheryl's so well established before um, before this was relevant to yeah. her plotline. Whether she's bi, whether she's lesbian, regardless of where they end up with her identity. Yeah. Um, but it's been coming for a while. Like it's been coming since the Halloween episode that we liked. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. But they took the whole season to let it build. Yeah. To let these characters kind of dance around each other a little bit, and far be it for me to give a show kudos for holding off on the queerness, but um, I feel like the that's where um, having multiple queer characters of different identities becomes so important, because we can have some, you know, right out of the gates, thirsty Kevin Keller, and we can also have these slow burn developments. Um, it's a real nice ensemble balance yeah. that, you know, most shows have not gotten away with because most shows do not have a second queer character yeah. other than transient love interests. This is like the best acting I've seen from Mark Consuelos in this show. Mm. Like, I don't know, he, like, maybe it's all lighting, maybe it's he's, all He's beer. also picturing that Ming Vaz that he doesn't yeah. trust <laughs> Andrews to be around. Like, look at his eyes right there. He's like, that yeah. Ming Vaz has been in my family for generations. Andrews, I know you're willing to kill for our family. Now, you better not knock over that Ming Vaz. <laughs> Are either of you honestly curious how things went down with the Puppet Poutine conference? Puppet Poutine conference? What? Yeah, because the reason he sent the kids up to the cabin was all the New York mob heads had to come and talk about dead Papa Poutine. Oh. I just want to... I thought you said Puppet Poutine con. <laughs> yeah. I, I forgot about Papa Poutine being oh. murdered in a previous episode. <laughs> it was just the way you said it. I was like, puppet he went poutine. to a poutine puppet convention? It didn't sound right. We've already got poutine mobsters. It's a lot of poutine for one show. Yeah. Ooh, I want some poutine now. That was a very nice shot, though. Yes, it was. And as we are establishing that despite Archie having every reason to... Having been given every out to be straight up honest with Veronica, having been told that's the right thing, he's not going to. Yeah. Also, yeah. we're kind of shot for positive sex worker representation this episode, aren't we? Yeah, I would love to see more positive sex work. I think I don't think I ever really see it. It's sure. like positive. Like, what do you can you think of an example of like positive? Like, there's got to be out there, but I can't think of one. Mm-hmm. Mm, my my no, brain immediately I flashed mean... a Pretty Woman because I don't think we've actually gotten much farther than that in the last twenty five years. Yeah, I wouldn't call that positive. But even then, <laughs> no, it's not like she yeah. continues to be a prostitute although, after she meets Richard Gear. Although, yeah. um, I I have encountered sex workers who have lived boom, the Pretty Woman's plotline. Like that's happened. It oh. happens in reality. Hmm. Anyway, also we talked over Betty being scared in her house. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about the the sex yeah. work, which I think was relevant to that. To Everything that Chick Cooper caught him in. I wonder if they'll like let Jughead be okay with it. Like, I want or like mm. he can be turned on by. Yeah, it. that's what I was hoping yeah. for too. Is that yeah. he like finds out about her camming, and then he's mm. like, "That's really cool." Like, yeah. uh, and I think that's great. I would love to see that because I feel like. No show would ever think to do that. Because mm-hmm. yeah. they need drama but attention. They, but they might. This one might. That would be I, like, awesome. I, 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 I give them enough credit that I think they might. Even um, if it's just there's no conflict and it's resolved, mm-hmm. it happening would make me really happy. Yeah. Well, they don't need more conflict. We are laden with conflict. Yes. Um, yeah. And I, I also think um, they've established that the whole Dark Betty persona thing, um, it is tied to her cam girl identity and it's mm-hmm. also tied to 
her sexual interests and, and activities as exi- directly presented today. Yeah. She pulls the wig out to um, have sexy retreat times with Jughead. Yeah, and, and it it's... wasn't like that was just, like, revenge mm-hmm. on Veronica. That was, like, yeah. like she brought the wig. And it's not... Because I mean? <laughs> in a lot of other shows, like, in the 90s, mm-hmm. that, that persona thing would be a joke. And yeah. he would feel emasculated by it. Yeah. And be like, oh, I don't like it. She's on top. Arguably, not even 90s, last year, um, Deadpool. Yeah. There was a shot of that... Deadpool getting pegged. That it, apparently, you know okay, what bothered me? Deadpool would like it. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Deadpool that would love too. to get pegged. Right? And the fact that it was on like International Women's Day, like I would have loved like a pegging scene that he enjoyed. And in addition, like mm-hmm. on International Women's Day, he's like going down on her or something. Yeah, like something. All of you these know. things. Um, so even a really fairly progressive and, and you know a great mainstream movie that could do anything they wanted, they're not there for for yeah. for playing those nuances yet. Although. The sex work representation in Deadpool is fairly positive. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now that you think about it, yeah. Because <laughs> right? Deadpool, also a bisexual character, I mm-hmm. hope they explore that in the future. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in, like, I trust Ryan Reynolds to be cool. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> hope that Fox is cool. I, yeah. But with not treating it as, like, mm-hmm. a lot of weird jokes. I would love yeah. for him to just, you know, like, be with a dude and that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, like, not make a love triangle out of it where he has to pick between dude and... That is a setup, a movie, and a property where you could have a very happy, open, romantic lead relationship. And, and I feel like great. it's also the one they could get away with. Yeah. In yeah. terms of, like, the overheads mm-hmm. not getting mm-hmm. in the way, like, that wouldn't happen in, in an X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. But in no. Deadpool, which mm-hmm. is technically an X-Men movie, I guess, <laughs> in Deadpool, I feel like they could get away with that kind of, mm-hmm. like, the... I guess what I'm saying is Ryan Reynolds, I think, could convince them mm. to do it. Yeah. If he yeah. wanted to. Yeah. The question is, does Ryan Reynolds want to do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's done the usual um, progressive filmmaker circuit of giving all the interviews about how, yeah, I'm aware of this, and I think it'd be great. Um, but everyone knows that now. Every major property, one of the creators is like, oh yes, we don't have anything queer. We could, we should, we want to. Keep watching. Yeah, and they, I hope yeah. he does because Ryan Reynolds could definitely like have the power to do that. Because he's because so. he's yeah. a producer and also yeah. could like make contracts like mm-hmm. either we do this or there's no Deadpool, mm-hmm. and they'll make Deadpool. Inclusion writer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, inclusion writers for sure. Yeah. 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 I it learned that term recently. Done. Thank you, Oscars, for teaching. Thank you, Francis McDormand. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Francis McDormand. Well done. Using that moment. Um, Quirkily and ridiculously and delightfully and so well. I have well. to say, I was a little disappointed. Frances McDormand went to the Tonys in, like, a denim jacket and, like, clearly clothes she Ooh. just rolled out of bed in. And I was sort of hoping she'd do that for the Oscars, <laughs> but she didn't. <laughs> Not like Woody Harrelson going to the Hunger Games premiere in his sweatpants. Good. I'm Beautiful. Kind of delighted by that. Um, <laughs> but just we like, got... Knows his priorities. Yeah. We think we got what we wanted, by the way, Riverdale gang. We think we got... Tony. Cheryl and Tony. Roll. And, like, in a way that we're okay with. Slowly falling in love. But you know what it's not? people. Jughead, Archie, Betty, Veronica, Big Naked Heat. Yeah. I am still waiting for that episode. Come on. The fact that this episode fulfilled our old number one goal means we have room for a new number one goal, and it is the... Non-monogamy representation, is that where you're going? I was going to try to port menu, menu all four names into one homunculus name. But okay. non-monogamy representation is a Ver- better 
better thing to say. Ver, wait, v, vug, bro, betchy, <laughs> no, vug betchy, no, it's awful, I don't. Jarchani. Jarchani, it almost sounds like Stevani. It's, the, from it's the Bollywood adaptation? No, no, that's a, no. I don't know any Hindi languages, I'm not No, it's not, even, but it anymore. does sound like a, a crystal gem fusion. Yes. Oh, I gotta catch up on that. Yeah, you do. Did you watch the... I'm way behind. Okay, well, we have another fun movie night coming up then. Cooks. We've already established we won't do a Steven Universe podcast. That one's just for us. Um, Sorry, gang. That has to exist already. I I would assume so. Um, I liked that episode. I don't know about the two of you, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's definitely been a couple of episodes of Riverdale where I've been like, well... Good thing I like this show. It lets us down from time to time. Today was a good hype up. I think today mm-hmm. came out of that hiatus strong. They yeah. knew what they knew where they were. Um, they clearly planned for this. Oh, I have a I have a question that I like to mm. that I want to bring up because I don't know the mm. answer to it. Okay. Uh, so there was the there was the episode where Betty had to like strip mm-hmm. to get like yeah. in with the gang, mm-hmm. and Jughead got beaten up to get in the gang. Yep. Mm-hmm. Would it have been progressive if? Betty got beat up 100. to get in the game. I think so. You think so? I think so. I, I, I also, like, think so, but would audiences be comfortable watching that? Whereas they are comfortable watching her get naked, which I think is mm-hmm. more sexist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if she was like, no, you know what, I want to get in the way the boys do, that mm-hmm. I want to do a beat down, but shows never do that. Yeah. Um, I think it would be okay if, like, the women who got initiated that way got to pick who beat them up. Mm. I know that seems like an odd caveat, but that's, mm-hmm. that, that feels like... Right. Um, like, it feels like uh, th- that has more agency for some reason to me. Right. Because like, in the show, again, they pointed out, like, it's super sexist that we have mm-hmm. to do it, but we have to do it. And I was like, you pointed out that it was sexist, but you did nothing about it. Yep. Yeah, and I also want to know how Tony got initiated. Did Tony get mm-hmm. beat up, or did Tony do the sexy dance? I think she Tony... she implied that she did the sexy dance. I guess so. But That's I what she implied. Like Tony wouldn't mm-hmm. stand for that. I, yeah, I, mean? I got her commentary on, like, this outdated sexist thing. I got the vibe that she didn't. I don't know. But also, have, also oh, no, Tony was born into it. Tony's grandfather was the original serpent, as we've yeah. established, right? So but Tony may Jughead, not have had to. Jughead has had to get initiated still, even though his dad is the head serpent. I feel like it might be a it might be a different case when your gang yeah, is actually an a surviving surviving indigenous tribe when you are one of the last living members yeah, of that. Perhaps. But, um, but also yeah. like Jughead went away and got contaminated by the North Side and mm. maybe needed to be like Reinitiated, yeah. kind of. Like I could see Tony being the like the four year old kid mascot who hangs around the clubhouse mm. her yeah. whole life, right? Like it, it's clear that her grandfather was involved from the beginning, and it's it it's also I think it's there's some suggestion that the the serpents have changed significantly mm-hmm. a generation or two through, right? I know that was yeah. an episode's past, but I haven't yeah. been in the podcast before, <laughs> and that's the one, that's like the one thing that I mm-hmm. wanted to talk about, because I've seen that in a lot of, uh, that kind of thing comes up in a lot of, um, mm-hmm. even Deadpool brought it up, yeah. where he's like, he like hits a woman for information, and then he's like, wait, is it, is it sexist to not hit you, or is it more sexist if yeah. I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it was like a question where it's like, well, you know, if she's a henchman and she's in yeah. the way, don't, I yeah. don't treat her any differently. Yeah. Now, a detail with the serpent dance thing. The, as I understood it, it seemed like she was doing the initiative for a gang member's girlfriend, not for.
for a full gang member, right? Oh, I don't... That's the vibe I got. That... Oh, interesting. I yeah. didn't come away with that. Now, also noticing that there's just about... There's very few other women in any serpent scenes. There's a few, right? Yeah. But... So they don't want to do the dance. <laughs> it's legitimate. But like, yeah. that's a thing. There's, like, uh... This is also a thing with, with, uh... With henchwomen, like, not a lot mm. of stunt women get hired because yeah. all the people getting beat up are men. What mm. if, you know, maybe we just need more henchwomen. Right. Yeah. I mean, also, the dudes could do the sexy dance. Yeah. Initiated, but that's not, like, likely, mm. perhaps. It's not likely, but wouldn't it be great if they also had the option? Yeah. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would watch Jughead's sexy striptease with a snake. Yeah. I mean, does there have to be a snake? Yes, there has he, to be a snake. Yes. Betty didn't have a snake. She Betty was supposed to have a snake. Was she? Yeah, that's more behind the scenes a scuttlebutt sapphic that I've heard in passing. Snake, if sapphic, you will. Yes, a sapphic snake. Not just anything, a sapphic snake. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Is that the Britney Spears music video with the snake slave for you? I think so. Yeah. And Tia Carrera and Wayne's World. Really? Really? Hi, Kat. Hey, Dario. Hey, you guys, you guys have seen Woody's World. I live in a deep hole. This, oh, we got it. It's my favorite. Comedy. Oh, really? <laughs> it's the. I think it's the funniest movie ever made. Okay. Steven Universe and Wayne's World night. What a combination what we a will combination. have. Because I, I don't know. It's I'm. I mean, it's subjective. I think Wayne's World is the funniest movie ever made. <laughs> it's my favorite comedy. I don't think I've wow. seen it since I was a kid, like on TV. Everything. I, I remember it, it being holds like. Up. A very particular type of Canadian... I don't know. Canadiana. What's the movie that I have enjoyed the most for comment? Probably A Fish Called Wanda. Oh, great. I love it's that so movie. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never seen Wayne's World, so maybe that'll change. I would happily watch it. <laughs> anyway, we're off topic. And we are. I think, As we I think we're are. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, Riverdale is shot, and our podcast is recorded on unseated Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish territory. Uh, big old, to... big old thank you yeah. to Patreon, to the Thundercrack folks, uh, Mike et al, and of course to Andrew Lynch for yeah. coming and being goofy with us. It was, it was, a, it was this was so much fun. I'd love to come back in the future if you have me. It was because uh, I love this show, uh, and the fact that yeah. you just authentically watch it and like it is a real leg up. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> and um, and yeah, Geeks versus Nerds. Check us out online. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, they podcast too. Oh yeah, we all of our debates are released as podcasts. It is a live show, but oh, uh, if that. you go to our website, Geeks vs. Nerds, V E R S U S uh, Nerds dot com, and then you can mm-hmm. yeah, you can find us. There's the Halifax. There's a show as well. It started in Halifax, so there's oh, right. so there's cool. West Coast Geeks vs. Nerds branding. We're ve- we're ge- we're Geeks vs. Nerds Vancouver. Got it. Okay. Um, so yeah, and we're on all the social media. If you Google us, and then. If you want, we have a slew, including the East Coast. There's probably almost a hundred shows, oh, yeah. uh, or different matchups that you can that you can find. Yeah. Didn't the voice of one of the characters call in in the East Coast once? Yes. Um, no, it was um, Hal. It was Han Solo versus Malcolm Reynolds, right? And Nathan Fillion. And Nathan Fillion called in, <laughs> winning the debate. Of we keep trying. To get him to do it. <laughs> we keep trying to get celebrities more involved in some capacity. Murder Tams from White Rock. I don't, I don't think no, she lives no, no. there now. Um, but well, she we could, Jewel State is from White yeah, Rock. Yeah, River Tam. I mean, the most we no, can no, do no, is no, like... River Tam is, is... Oh, Kylie's actor is from White Rock. That's it. Kylie. 
Are you are you kidding me? Kaylee, it's been a while, <laughs> Chloe. I'm tired. I can't say words. Okay, today. we have to go. We have Ryan's to go. Ryan's saying guys. wrong things. Thank you for having me. Um, thank you for having me on the podcast. It was so much fun. Yes. Yay. See you again, Riverdale gang. Till next week. Bye, Riverdale gang. Bye.